like 800 million. They, they made 800 million in a week or on a Saturday or some shit like that because of Prime and his sons and what he and, and what he brings to the game. So, I mean, and I guess I guess that's unfair for the other people, other coaches and shit. But what you expect from me if I came here, him already, argue, not even arguably one of the greatest cornerback safety two-way player to ever do it? Nah, I can't even say nothing about fairness in all of this because if you don't like it, go get your own bag. Correct. If you don't like it, like... Texas college, I believe they was the first college with their own channel, bro. Like ESPN got a channel. I think Texas college, the Longhorns, I think them niggas was the first college with their own fucking network. Like a like a like an app where you pay twenty nine dollars a year and you get to watch all their games. Like them niggas was the first ones in the game with that. Yeah. Nick Saban been out here bebopping and scotting, going from school to school. Went pro for a week. Niggas said, "Nah, <laughs> hey, look, it's different when niggas get paid millions." Let me go back to college. And even Nick Saban looking crazy out here because of the transfer portal. Like that's, I think, I think college football has for, well, I think college sports as a whole, but college football especially has forever been changed by the transfer portal and NIL deals. Mm -hmm. Shador Sanders, $4 million out of nil deals probably more than about, that probably. we talked about my baby angel you uh-huh. know what i'm saying uh-huh pay these fucking kids you're making billions of dollars off of them uh, pay these fucking kids yeah or let them get their bread let them get some of the bread fucking uh what's in that it's another cheerleader a cheerleader from lsu that make like $3.2 million off the NIL shit. And she just a cheerleader. How often do you see, I mean, I know you see the cheering on fucking ESPN2 and ESPNU and shit like that. But how often do you see cheerleaders on TV? I never would have thought outside of a strippy, I would have never thought to give a cheerleader some bread, bro. Cheerleaders are, uh, let's say, well, I don't know, spirit captains or some shit like that. So the fact that they promote, that's on some NASCAR shit. Like, how many of us actually tune into NASCAR? But people do do it. So there's people, there's sponsors and people that will pay for shit that watch cheerlead. No, nah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know it's a sport. I'm not. I'm not talking bad. I respect. <laughs> I respect women. I respect black women. Um, but I think if you are here watching cheerleading sports, mm. well, no, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna get into it because I dead ass watched two hours of that slapping contest. Mm. That that slapping contest, hey. <laughs> that shit is the real deal. <laughs> if it didn't take so long for niggas to get settled in between slaps, it's the suspense. It, it's the it's the suspense. It's the build up. I really like. I don't know where they found these announcers at, bro. <laughs> oh, you can see it. He slapped them to his core. Oh, you, see oh, yeah, yeah. you see the chalk outline around his ear he's gonna have a hard time hearing if he crushed his eardrum he's gonna throw his balance off maybe he doesn't get up skip <laughs> <laughs> well cotton this is going crazy like <laughs> like the announcers in the slap joint and the announcers in the phone booth fights. Yeah. Why did it why is that even a thing too? Like what the fuck? Because phone we love violence fighting. as people. Don't we? 
as as a people, we love violence. Like I, I just seen Gladiator twenty times. You know what I'm saying? You think yeah. I'm not finna sit down and go down the YouTube wormhole where niggas is fighting in a old English phone booth? <laughs> why is it, it? Why is it British? <laughs> why is it? <laughs> why is it a British phone booth? It need to be the the. The American phone booth that could pinch your fucking elbow if you run into it the wrong way. <laughs> I think the I think the British joint gives you a little bit more room so that you can get some better extension. Like I think our phone booths won't bout shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you get in there and you close the door and it's you and the phone and like y'all niggas just chest to chest. But <laughs> the, them English joints, like yeah, two people in there. You're not comfortable, but you in there, and guess what? He got gloves on. I got gloves on. First nigga to to crash out, lose. That's my bag, bro. That's my bag, bro. Hey, uh, the league is yours. In case y'all like sports, uh, just go look that shit up. You know, UFC is cool, but if you want to see niggas about that action, not that groundwork, not that that submission, you know what is it? That the T, the the T bar, the cross neck. I don't know what the fuck they be doing on UFC. If you want to see niggas that's about that action, go right on to the motherfucking telephone booth fights. It'll change your life. It'll change. It'll change how you appreciate the little things in life, like oxygen. Like <laughs> just breathing normally and shit. <laughs> like you ate dinner tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was food, right? Like it, it was, was <laughs> and it won't do a straw neither. <laughs> exactly. Like you had utensils, <laughs> my nigga. Like, yo, we got mad spoons in my house, bro. Like, you I, can't break my jaw like that. Like I even oh. look, it's so privileged that I even had dinner. Like not dinner, but I had like I had some tuna fish with some good Ritz crackers, you know, beforehand. So it was awesome. It's like nah, oh, I was wilding for that. Connected. Why I would did. you do that? I mean, I just you know, it was just a couple crackers. Just a couple crackers. No, the crackers aren't the problem. I also enjoy a good cracker. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you have tuna fish with crackers? I mean, I just. You know, scoop them real quick. All right, just let me get three of them real quick so I don't spoil my appetite. Is there something we need to talk about, bro? Are you trying to, like, come out the closet or something? What the fuck? Because I eat tuna fish and Ritz? I mean, tuna fish as a whole is a little, you know, I don't know. I don't know, sir. I'm not sure. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I, that's what I do, know. Tuna ain't bad. Nah, I don't fuck with tuna. It's yours. We gonna get into this real quick before we start the league, and we back again with another fucking week. <sighs> Jay, <laughs> I gotta let you know, I I'm not having a good week, dog. Oh, uh, bro, what's good? Man? <laughs> It sounded a little scripted. <laughs> but nah, for real, what's good with you? The league, the league got me this week, dog. <laughs> <laughs> National Football League? The motherfucking, the world is yours podcast fantasy football league got me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm 2-0. Going up against my big brother. Sophisticated savages who is Owen too. Mind you, Owen a whole ass winless nigga. And that's my <laughs> <laughs> that's my shit, bro. Like I got pride. Like I don't want to be at my big ass age, I don't want to be your first anything no more. If you would if you a nigga with no wins, I don't want to be the first nigga to drop an L to you. <laughs> I set the precedent. <laughs> Fact, like I want to stand out, bro. Like I want to. Yeah. I don't want to just be like everybody else. But uh, my big brother, uh, Lamar Jackson, smoked me twenty eight points. I want to talk about 
this black quarterback hate that runs through my veins, dog. Right. I, I want to talk even about have some a little bit this week. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, the tables have turned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I might hate a black quarterback or two this week. <laughs> yeah. Niggas, get yeah. away. <laughs> Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is yours. It's Whose world is this? It's yours. So I'm sick. I'm sick about Lamar. I'm sick about Lamar for a few reasons. Not just because he was playing against me. That didn't help. That did not help his chances. But Lamar is exactly who I depicted him to be a nigga that's inconsistent every week. Some weeks he passing a whole lot. Some weeks he running a whole lot. Uh, 237, nothing crazy, but the two fucking touchdowns, the fucking 54 rushing yards, like, I didn't even know Nelson Aguilar was still in the fucking league. How did he find him on the couch, get him in pads, and then throw him a touchdown? Unfucking believable. Yeah, my nigga. I thought he was retired too. Wasn't he with Wasn't he with Brady? He's been with everybody. He's the, <laughs> he's a part of the wide receiver horror commission. Like okay. he's been everywhere. He was with Brady. He was in Philly. I think this motherfucker was with the Jaguars at some point. I like he Buffalo. I think he was with Jaguar the Jaguars last year. Yeah, that nigga been everywhere, dog. Like that's just disgusting. But you know, the <laughs> week that he playing against me, Lamar wanna do dynamic quarterback shit. Like, nah, bro, save that shit for next week. My brother could have used the win next week. <laughs> Uh, Chubb got hurt. Nick Chubb got hurt on Monday Night Football. Last time we recorded, the league is yours. I wrap this shit up. I go downstairs. I turn the game on. Nick Chubb got hurt. That nigga leg got bent like fucking... Linguini. That that nigga kneecap look like Gumby. You hear me? Yes, my God. (laughs) That shit look like a pipe cleaner. Like Like God just came down and hunched him over. That was gross. Like you gotta you gotta have a strong stomach if you're gonna look that up now. Mm, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> but shit was ugly. My brother yeah. got Ford, Nick Chubb's backup, Jerome Ford. That nigga gave my brother 19 points. Nice um, shine. Amari Cooper, a nigga that I knew everybody was gonna sit Amari Cooper. I've watched Deshaun Watson play football this year. I can't avoid it. Like, they put this nigga on primetime games. I can't avoid seeing Deshaun Watson. And he looked like he just he just left the rub and tug on Sunday <laughs> when he stepped on the field to play professional football. He, I, I guess he got tired. Last week, them boys was fucking with him. Like, that's all I can say. I know he was fucking with him because they got down. He was grabbing niggas face mask and shit like that. He was upset about Chubb. And then on top of that, I know them boys were saying shit about him getting rubbing tugs before the game. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm talking shit after every sack. Hell yeah. Is that a happy ending, Deshaun? Like, I'm talking... <laughs> I'm talking shit. Well, I'm talking big boy shit too, not like regular shit talk. No, this is escalated, bro. This is an escalated level of shit talk that I'm going to fare out. And Deshaun Watson just found Amari Cooper like all day Sunday. Trash. George Kittle, 16 points on me. Trash. Um, the fucking kicker for the Seahawks. I want y'all to Google this man's picture, Jason Myers. I don't know if he's Asian. I don't know if he's Caucasian. I just know that that's a strange, unathletic man. As a kicker, he still put up 18 points on me. 
My squad is weak. I got a white quarterback who went to a black high school, Josh Allen. Joshua Jerome Allen. Facts. His mama <laughs> was with a black man before his daddy. Oh, 100%. 100%. I think, and if I got to put it down to the era when his mama was dating like a black man, I'm going to say the Lil Wayne mixtape era. Josh I'm... Allen that young? <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. Josh Allen pretty young. So at yeah, your most... All right, he got to be more than what? But he got to be at least close to 30, right? Hell no. What? Are he like 25? I got I to Google this shit now because you got me curious. But I think at his most influential age was probably around uh, the same time that Wayne was on his mixtape run. Mm. So today, Josh Allen is 27. Wow. So that means he was born in 96? He was born in 96. The Lil Wayne era in mixtapes was what? 05? 05 and on for a little while. Maybe like <laughs> maybe like 03. Let's just give him 03 to 08. So when Josh was 7 until he was 12 years old, his mama was dating a black man. Had to be. She loved that brown sugar. Oh yeah, and 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 you know what did they teach in this house? Uh, inclusive. We all inclusive. You know, we love everybody. We don't see color. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then his his stepdaddy, his mama's his his uncle, his uncle Leroy. You know, because he was a black man. So you know, when your mama you know dates somebody, that's your uncle. <laughs> And his mama was dating Uncle Leroy, and then boom, Wayne blows up. So Joshua Allen, as a kid, was influenced by some of the greats. We talking dedication. Uh, when? We talking dedication too, my nigga. Like that. If if your if your mama's man friend is playing dedication too. And you're between those ages, those tender ages of seven and twelve. Your life has changed forever. You are a Wayne head from that point on. Oh, it don't get no, it don't. But I mean, shoot, I've I've supported worse things. Yeah, yeah. And you but, fucking riding to school in the morning, and this nigga just come through with the knock. Grown ups. In between churning babies, uh-huh. right about now is your boy. You heard back again. DJ Manny, fresh, 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 yeah, fresh, 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 fresh. Go, Josh Allen. That's my corner, man. Because that's my cue. Like that's what I'm saying. Like my man's is out here. He's he's cultured. Okay, he is for the culture. That's why he be jumping over niggas because he gonna treat y'all like like those little fucking hurdles and track. Uh, but we just couldn't get it done. I lost by like thirty seven, and it was a it was a hard to swallow thirty seven for me because it was my big brother. Because this nigga ain't have no wins. First because... man to come from you. <laughs> yeah, but why me, dog? Whenever you mention your big brother, I just feel like Stacy Adams is on somewhere. I feel like there's Stacy Adams in the room somewhere. But <laughs> and it seemed like he collecting his money. <laughs> My big brother? Yeah, California. Well, here's a few things about young California. <laughs> His hairline is still intact. So every fresh cut. What do you do when you get a fresh cut? You run errands, right? Like, I don't know, because I'm bald on purpose. Like, I yeah, I just go to work after I shave my head. Like, it's a regular work day for me. But this nigga gets a haircut and like he runs errands like a nigga never wants to talk to me more. Then after he gets the fresh cut, then I get the fucking pictures. Oh, bro, check 
check this sale out that niggas had at the store on Heineken. And it's like him standing in front of the fucking freezer with an <laughs> intact hairline next to the Heineken. I bet you he adds Heineken in that. Like when he he puts that picture on Facebook, so they gonna be like, "Oh, that's a good advertisement, right there." We gotta, this, gotta pay him. Could get sponsorship off the strength of the hairline. Kelly got I, an nil deal. I swear to God, I'm gonna <laughs> hang myself with my shoelaces, bro. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my clippers. I'm gonna take the cord off of my clippers and hang myself in the bathroom. <laughs> Um, but no matter how bad my week was, nobody had a worse week than the King. Uh, King Raymond scores 170, 40, uh, excuse me, 174.48 points. He went up against the buzzsaw himself. Catch these Shanahan's Tony. And Tony dusted him off. At 175.86. My nigga Tony? Yes. What? Your nigga Tony. He made us proud. Oh, man, did he make us proud. I felt like I felt like my son just graduated medical school. Yeah, <laughs> L must have been undefeated. <laughs> nigga, that proud. Nah, L took some losses too. He ain't like top competition, but I just like seeing niggas win against L. And this shit was so crazy because L had Raheem Mostert, who who plays for the Miami Dolphins, and we're gonna talk about them a little bit more. But Mostert put up forty five points alone by himself. Alone, <laughs> he had Kenneth Walker. Who Didn't everybody on Miami have 45, 50 or more? Uh, Denver had 20. Buddy. God. He had Pat Mahomes, 25 points. So we just named three players, and that's 100. He had Flowers. He had Brown. He had ETN. He had Kansas City defense. Nothing that I just named was less than 14 points. It looks Plentiful, bountiful for the king. But Tony, Tony showed up and he wanted smoke too. Keenan Allen, 45.46 motherfucking points. Jamar Chase, who played on Monday, 26 points. Mixon played on Monday, 14 points. Herbert, 30 points. Laporta, 22 points. San Francisco kicker, 12. And Tony came back and won with last night's performance on Monday. And I couldn't go to sleep until I saw how this shit was. This shit was more exciting than watching the games. Because I wanted to come up here and sing the praises of the potential competition for me in the fantasy football league. I think Tony's going to be my competition. You think Tony's going to win it? I didn't I didn't no, don't. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> That's for you, Tony. <laughs> hey, yo, let's not get crazy. I'm a man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a man. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I think I think Tony's doing a great job. I think Tony's doing a great job this season. Um, do I think anybody's gonna like beat me, the champ? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, bro. That's good. That's how you're supposed to feel. Uh, but I got it out for Tony and I got it out for Rashad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rashad, I got smoke for you. Uh, I got smoke for you coming soon. I might do a whole episode on Rashad. I got him next week. I might do like a whole, I might dedicate 60 minutes of my Saturday morning to Rashad, the Scranton Strangler. But whatever I do, I'm just going to hold that media. I'm going to hold that, 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 that content until after we face off because I don't want to post that and then make you 
like go out here and beat me. But back to back to week two of football. Oh, I'm sorry, week three. <laughs> Yo, I don't know why Dennis Allen and the fucking offensive. So Dennis Allen's a defensive coach. Yeah, it shows. It's bro, do it show or do it show. You know what I'm saying? Cause look, when when Sean Payton was our coach, it was like the greatest show on turf. You know what I'm saying? We was dropping 40 points, 30 points, 20 points. You know what I'm saying? Now it's 16, 17, right at 20 and shit like that. But our defense is on point or fairly decent, I should say. Couldn't stop the motherfuckers from fucking scoring on us, though. But, yeah, Dennis Allen. All in the fourth quarter. My nigga. I, I, sometimes when the Saints lose, it makes me not want to look at football no more. Like, I, I feel like, fuck everybody else. Because the way they lose is just like, y'all did that shit on purpose to fucking poke a hole in my gunshot wound. <laughs> they did that shit with the intent to hurt my heart, bro. This shit was a national broadcast game. I got to enjoy this shit in the house, no apps, on the big screen. I invited friends and family over. Nobody came, which is good because I don't want friends and family to see me cry. Yeah. Jordan Love ain't even dead nice, dog. Nah, not for real. Jordan Love's not even like that. But for some strange reason, we let this young man shoot 50% on us. 22 out of 44. For two hundred and sixty of them things, and one he rallied that at the end of the game, at the end of the fucking game, all in the fourth quarter. It was eight. It was seventeen zap until yeah, the bro. fourth. Yeah, I felt really good. Yo, we about to start running the ball. We gonna chew up the clock. We gotta get at least three. To four yards on first down. Make shit manageable for the rest of the downs. What did Dennis Allen do? The exact opposite. Well, no, he ran this shit on first down, but them running backs ain't about shit. Alvin Kamara, I love you. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait till you come back, back, bro. Miss you, Captain Kamara. <laughs> bro, I miss that nigga like I miss my grandmother. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Especially during football season. <laughs> it's been a tough three weeks. Like, yeah. God damn, Granny. <laughs> Bake me some cookies, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> AK was missed, but Miller, Keandre did it right, but he only got like 30 yards. Yeah. It, it was 22 rush attempts for us. That means you got negative yards. Twenty-two total rushing attempts. Niggas, aver- niggas is averaging just three yards every time we run. Like that's trash, bro. Yeah. Uh, my quarterback Derek Carr. I need you or Jameis. I don't know because Derek Carr went out with that little that little arm injury. Yeah, An arm joint. You know they what I'm saying? He, they talking about some. He's weak to weak. Fragile white ego. Man, I knew we shouldn't have got that trash boy from the motherfucking Raiders. Well, you know, I said it, but I was like, oh, no, he's mad accurate. Like, And on paper, I get why you would get somebody like Derek Carr. Not for that fucking money. Not for that fucking money. If he's so accurate, yo, why aren't we? We should be dropping 40 points a game. I'll tell you why. Go go look at Drew. Go look at how Drew ran this shit and look at Derek Carr. Drew ran this shit middle of the fucking field. Yeah, it was some shit on the sidelines putting pressure on the nigga when you cut, catch him slipping. But Drew went down the middle of the field with some niggas that wasn't them niggas, but was definitely them niggas when definitely they them was called. Yeah! Yeah! 
<laughs> you know, Robert Meacham's. Yes. Marquise Coastins. Gary Henderson's. Oh my God. That motherfucker was fast. Nigga. Yes. You hear me? You found out how fast he was when he was under <laughs> behind number nine. Pew. But, 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 down the middle. Derek Carr don't throw down the middle. Everything's some out route slant shit to the sideline like he got elsewhere to be. I'm sorry. He's just not that great a quarterback. I'm, I, I want him to finish the season and do great and everything, but we had we gunslingers, man. Drew was a gunslinger. I'm not trying to compare him to Drew Brees, but if you're a great quarterback, we got it with Otto Olave. Michael Thomas and Shahid, you should get like 50 points a game. Look at what the 49ers are doing. I had to post the stat that none of those three receivers had a drop all season. Yeah. I had to let niggas know none of those three receivers have a drop all season. If the ball touched their hands and it wasn't defended against, it was theirs. It was theirs. It's yours. Now, I'm going to hold back some of my Derek Carr criticism until AK come back because Jamal Williams, who sat out on Sunday because he got a bad hammy, he wasn't the running back that we – he's not a one. He's not an RB1. That's clear. Jamal Williams is not the RB1. He hurt his hamstring cool. He sat down on Sunday. Uh, Derek Carr couldn't make a whole lot of noise with these mediocre, these predictable running backs that we got, Tony Jones Jr. and Miller. He couldn't make a whole lot of noise. But when AK come back, and you got to keep an eye out for that man, Because he's elusive, because he's a playmaker, because he's fast. I can respect that. I just feel like we're going to see a little bit more of what Derek Carr can do. But uh, Rashid Shaheed, special teams touchdown. Special teams touchdown. That motherfucker is fast. Why are we not passing it to him in the middle of the field and letting him go work for the yak? <laughs> go get that yards after catch, my nigga. He be on that type of time. It's just, man, I don't know, man. We just, he just got to have the right quarterback. We got the, we time. have the weapons, man. We have all of the weapons. We just got to get somebody delivered to him. Our our offense is really going to be driven by our tight ends. Jawan Johnson, uh, Foster Moreau, when you come back, we need you on your game. Jimmy Graham. We had a motherfucking Jimmy Graham sighting. Uh One target. One reception. One touchdown. Eight yards. Red zone guard. Mixed mulatto tight end Jesus. <laughs> Jimmy home, nigga. Yeah. Uh, but this way, Green bro. Bay, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all, y'all did whatever the fuck y'all did. I don't know. Y'all, y'all shouldn't be proud of that, but it's whatever. And fuck our kicker, too, for this week. Yo, dog. <laughs> when niggas cut Will Lutz, I was beating on my chest like I'll still bet my life on a Will Lutz kick. Yeah. Today. Losing that motherfucker because the young boy missed the kick. The young boy that took his job. Now, if you're going to give a man job away, you best, damn it, make sure he can do the fucking job. Yes, yeah, outdoors. We know. We don't play great outdoors. That motherfucker wasn't too cold. No. It won't too windy. He kicked that whole hard right 
because he dyslexic in the toes. I don't understand how he missed that. He dyslexic in the toes, bro. That's the only way I can see it. This nigga feet is backwards. Gotta be. <laughs> two left, two left feet. Nah, even worse. That nigga's pointer toe, the toe next to your big toe, uh-huh. that shit longer than his big toe. <laughs> he was trying to donkey kick the motherfucking field goal. Like, you lift up the covers, you see your girl toes, and you see her index toe is longer than her big toe. That you feel a way about it. That second toe dipping at the finish line, them shits be long as hell. <laughs> yeah, so don't don't respect your girl if her toes is, uh, one toes is longer than the other one. Don't respect your girl. <laughs> don't respect. And don't respect your kicker if that motherfucker feet is dyslexic. Now, why? Because we talked about Sean Payton. So now I have, I have many questions. Oh, I, I think I might have an answer for you, too. I looked this up today. But go ahead, my nigga. You know I talk shit about Sean Payton a lot, like yeah. when he left. Yeah. I talked I talked about him a lot like them last two years. Those was a tough two years for him as a coach. Yeah. And I can tell Dennis Allen came from his coaching tree because he tries to do the same cute shit too. And put Taysom Hill in on third down. Let's make let's make a play. Man, if y'all don't leave that lonely white man alone. <laughs> That young white man has a very difficult time dealing with life. Leave him alone. Um, but Sean Payton, it's is bro trash. He, I don't think he trash. I just think he met he he talked some shit. He wrote a check that his ass did, couldn't cash on Sunday, and on September twenty on September twenty third. Of last year, he said some shit about Tua getting benched for Bridgewater and, you know, not making it in the league. So I think when they played Denver, it was like the anniversary of that tweet. And so Tua took that personal. And he ran up the scoreboard on our, our old coach, bro. So I think that was just the the the, the case of, like, a tenacious motherfucker meeting a tenacious motherfucker and the old tenacious motherfucker losing. Wait. Is you saying Sean Payton in 2023 is tenacious? I think he's giving my son too much credit. Maybe so. Maybe so. But I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? As far as his status goes as a coach, he came at Tua. At a time where, you know, Sean Payton was still revered because he wasn't coaching until this year. So it was just like, so when he left the Saints, you know, the Saints was the Saints, but he still was like, you know, on a Hall of Fame type coach. So he's saying two are not going to make it. That's like, oh, man, Sean Payton said he don't think two was great. You know, that's like Phil Jackson giving basketball advice. So Tua took that personal. And he performed at the level that he did Sunday. All of them actually did. They just sank. Miami just sinked. And yeah, and Sean Payton was the victim. Sean Payton and the Broncos, at least. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Bro. We gotta give him a little grace because even though it was short and unsuccessful my man was doing a job yeah he wasn't just talking because niggas put a camera in his face like my man was he was a commentator he was color analyst he was he was that guy he was a talking head i think they gotta give him a break when it can't be a revenge tour for everybody he talked bad about because he coaching again now, 
I'm at a crossroads because we saw Russell Wilson last year. We saw, we witnessed that motherfucker. Broncos country, roll out. Like, we saw my man out here being very egregious. And we saw the coaching, and the coaching was bad. The coaching was poor time management. Like, he was fucking up. Every time you turn around, the coach was fucking it up. So, you immediately think, yeah, you put my son with a good coach. He going, yo, let Russ cook, right? Let Russ cook. That's my Whose man. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is it's yours. Mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is it's, this? It's, it's yours. Wrong. Wrong. You put my man with a good coach. Now we both out here looking sorry. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs> Fugazi, <laughs> even. To Russ quote Donnie Brasco. Definitely lost a step. Yo, did you know Russell Wilson is 34 years old? I could believe that, yeah. He's been in the league for a little while now. Russell Wilson is 34 years old. I had to look this shit up watching the replay of the Broncos game. Because why my man look 44? <laughs> Cause that's what he is for real. That nigga having all them babies. He getting round and fat. Yo, did Sierra ruin my man' football career? I mean, he can he, he. I mean, nah. He's still been to two Super Bowls. Hasn't he been an MVP? I think that was before Sierra. I think he was I mean, still hey, with the white John. I mean, hell, man. So he should be straight. He should be straight. You know. I mean. He keep on playing. He can make it to the Hall of Fame as long as he don't play like this. Ugh, shit. He's been playing like this for two years now since he went to Denver. Bro, he was playing like this his last year in Seattle. This three. You know what? what? Seattle do be kicking a lot of fucking field goals and getting two-point conversions and safeties. And it's like, how y'all fucking get, how y'all get 11 and a half points in this game? Seattle was a, a fucking 16 to 12 ass fucking game every week. You like, it was, is these niggas professional, bro? <laughs> these niggas is, is scoring by golf. They doing golf scoring on this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It's, it's oh, this was just it. an intense defensive matchup today. No, it wasn't. We won this game five to two. <laughs> <laughs> How bro. did you do that? Who, who the fuck got the safety? <laughs> right. Um, Russ, he only got sacked once. Amazing. I'm looking at the score. I'm like, yo, my son threw seven pick sixes. Mm. He got he got a sack fumble. Like, some crazy shit happened. No, not for real. My man threw one interception. Uh, fucking. Sutton fumbled twice, so he passed it to a nigga that just coughed it up. Just coughed it up. But two of them boys What's doing whatever about? they wanted to do. Yes, on offense. That defense wasn't doing a damn thing. Uh they only allowed 20 points. I, I think I think I think the defense did did enough. I'm talking about the fucking Broncos the defense. Broncos defense. Oh yeah. no. Broncos defense now. They they have to I know they was at the I know they was in Miami. They gotta go to budget rental car. <laughs> they gotta go to dollar rental car. They all have to rent little hybrid cars and drive back to Denver. Like you can't come on the team plane, bro. Cannot drive. You can't come on the team playing. Like, if you play defense or special teams, we'll we'll see y'all when y'all get there. I need you to sit and think about this shit. Yes. Can't allow y'all on the plane with us. 
Nah, you can't treat this shit like mean girls, nigga. You can't sit with us. Yo, he got that. <laughs> 70 points, my nigga. That's all I can say, man. Why are you putting up basketball numbers on a Sunday? And it ain't even October yet. I never seen no shit like that in my whole entire life. Like, niggas was like, yo, they get three more points. They gonna break the record. Yo, three more points. They was like, yo, kick the field goal so they can get more points. I'm confused. I'm like, yo, 70's not a record? <laughs> yo, who the, <laughs> who the fuck scored 70 in an NFL game? Like, I can't even do this shit on Madden. Yeah. When I turn it down to all pro and I put the minutes up to eight, I still can't score 70 points. Maybe I'm garbage. Yeah, I think so, because I've seen people score. like I think the max you can score on Madden is like 144. I ain't never doing no shit like that. Yeah. I don't even have that kind of time. Like I'm Nigga, 10 minute I'm, quarters, you can run up, you can run up the clock. You can score fast on Madden. Nah, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find something else to do with my my life. Like, <laughs> what else is there out here? Like, maybe I'll call my kid. Like, hey man, I love you, man. Just want to let you know. Like, I'll do something else with my life. You not gonna sit? You can't sit there and play a hundred point game of Matt. Eh? <laughs> nah, I can't. I that can't shit. That shit is just wild, though, man. I couldn't believe these niggas ran up a ticket on them boys, especially with Sean Payton, though. But they look nice in the preseason, but now it's reality, and this motherfucker looking, looking a little sketchy, a little suspect. <laughs> oh, it's looking very suspect. Um, I just, I just, Sean Payton, I shitted on you for mad long, bro. I shitted on you for a really long time. I'm going to shoot you a little bell, Sean Payton. Uh, I think you hit your wagon to the wrong star. Yeah. I really think you hitched your wagon to the wrong star with Russ. I think you got a 40-year-old quarterback when you thought you was getting a nigga with two or three years left in him. <clears throat> you ain't got that. Nah. Not in yeah. Russ. I don't know what. I, I don't know if his future getting to him or what, but. Maybe Future put one of those like Lil B type of curses on him. You think so? You know Lil B the bass god used to put curses on nigga. Maybe Future put one of those on on him and that's what's what's wrong with him. Uh, you know, we don't being from Louisiana, I don't put that voodoo shit past nobody. Listen, listen, I know I know when the root when the root is on a motherfucker. I know when a when a motherfucker put a root on you. I'm here, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> but um so this week besides the Saints game, uh what's your what's your what's your what's your most disappointing watch or or your highlight watch? say my highlight watch was my disappointing watch was definitely the Colorado Oregon game I could I could talk about that uh god dang but uh my most disappointing game to watch for real I was sad for the Vikings I'm not even gonna lie to you because they was leading the look they was leading a nice comeback you know what I'm saying they they play ball and they they the miracle team uh and they did not perform no miracles and that's just, you know, that was kind of a shock. I thought they was going to go in there and beat the Chargers because the Chargers is real soft to me. It's like they do, they one of those teams that people talk about, but they never can complete the task. It's like you had one job, and look at you go over there and fuck it all up. That's what I see the Chargers like. So I was shocking that It was shocking to me that the Vikings lost. Dropped the 0-3. Damn. I think I said this shit before. This my man Kirk last year, dog. I wouldn't be surprised. My son finna be out of here. Like, he done had five years, six years of guaranteed contracts in football. That shit do not happen. He got two franchise tags, both guaranteed. 
And then he signed with Minnesota, who gave him a fully guaranteed contract because the nigga didn't know nothing different. Yeah. Now, kudos to the rest of the NFL for not falling for that trap. Yeah, they're giving out more guaranteed money now to quarterbacks, but it's not all guaranteed money to quarterbacks. Uh, with uh, except except Watson, nothing Watson. <laughs> yeah, all his shit guaranteed. Cleveland yeah. was desperate. You could tell that was like, that was just desperation. And Cleveland was trying to fuck the market up too, though. They was like, oh shit, we can fuck the market up because we you got know? bread, and, and we and we'll recover quicker than everybody else because every, we we a year or two ahead of everybody else. Uh-huh. So then Lamar had to get paid. Then Burrow had to get paid. And guess what? Two are going to have to get paid soon. Herbert going to have to get paid soon. I don't think Herbert makes any bread. But I definitely know Tua will. And the more money you give your quarterback, the less team you can put around your quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to make that, that quarterback got to be fucking Tom Brady or and, Patrick Mahomes. And these niggas ain't. Yeah, facts. And these niggas ain't. Lamar ain't. And, yeah. and 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 Burrow ain't and they in the same division with the Browns. Yeah. So that was a chess move. I think the Browns in like two years might be tough as fuck. And the rest yeah. of the division, except for the Steelers, might be just getting back on their feet trying to recoup from some shit. The Steelers have been trying to recoup for the past like three, four years though. That's what it's maybe even five. Because Ben, Big Ben was was a tough way to go out. You know, going out with him being who he was in the beginning. And to seeing who he turned into in his retirement, so they definitely been battling or something for the past few years. But I think you, I think, I think that's the only way that that shit was going to end. And I think one of you has to be strong enough to say, "Hey, yo, we know this shit ain't going nowhere. Let's bow out gracefully." Let me get somebody. Let me put somebody next to you that you can school with no pressure. You still got three in you. Let me get your replacement in here to sit next to you for at least two of those three. That's so fucking hard. And maybe I just don't understand because I'm not a professional athlete. But that's like the hardest fucking thing for niggas, especially quarterbacks. Brett Favre had Aaron Rodgers sitting on the bench like a hoe for a minute. Yeah. man, Learning shit. I ain't fucking talking to you, my nigga. It ain't my job to coach you up, my nigga. Aaron Rodgers did the same thing to Jordan Love. My nigga, I'm going to come back to this town and eat for free for the rest of my fucking life. Yes, I'll school you up. Because now your legacy is tied with mine and not a knot at the end of my legacy here. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it ain't a fucking different texture of cloth when we start talking about, oh, Jordan Love. Nah, it's the same texture, my nigga, because I schooled you the game. Yeah. Ho-ass Big Ben. Uh, <laughs> the disappointment of the week for me, definitely the fucking Cowboys. Oh, man. Um, Expected. I did not expect it. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are trying to lose on purpose. I know. They're trying to lose on purpose. Their quarterback is out all season. They don't have a lot of pieces, so they're trying to lose on purpose, and they're not low about it either. Like, it looks a little crazy, and then they go out here and fucking win, and they was like, oh, shit, we won against a really great team. Told y'all we wasn't losing on purpose. Ha ha. Uh, (laughs) But... (laughs) I think they just wanted to. I, I feel like didn't the, Car- the Dallas Cowboys and the Cardinals played some games that seemed like they were kind of 
you know what I'm saying, like kind of grudge matchy, if I'm not mistaken. And I feel like the Cardinals wanted to really do something to Dallas because it's like Texas, Arizona, we kind of we right there. I just feel like it's that. I just feel like it's that. Their quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, before he got the call to come play football, he filled out a couple applications. One of those applications was to Amazon to be a delivery truck driver, man. This nigga's off the couch more than anybody I know. I mean, he played last week. Like, he been playing, like, the last couple of weeks, but that nigga's still off the couch. He went out there, didn't fuck it up, managed the game. One touchdown, less than 200 yards passing, but 200 yards rushing, that'll fucking do it. Yeah. On a team who just lost somebody in the secondary who's very important, why are we why are we still not passing on these niggas? Because I smell pussy on the defensive oh, line. Yep. I smell pussy, Michael. Micah Parsons. Look like a little hoe to me. Yeah, man. I wouldn't let James Conner hit the truck stick on me in front of the hoes. In front of all the hoes. Mad hoes were in attendance. <laughs> Eating, eating cotton candy, mm-hmm. French fries, with a little vinegar and some 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 seasoned salt. All the things that I like in my life. Twirling lassos and shit. Oh man, doing that little trick where they step through the lasso when they twirl it. You know what I'm saying? Shit, look like a magic trick. <laughs> How does this go from one side of the rope to the other? This shit is amazing. Bitch is stepping in one di- different dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Three dimensional bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cowboys defense. Y'all also have dyslexia. Y'all let the Cardinals do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. So y'all was my disappointment. Um, And the Rams. Well, I'm not going to say the Rams. I'm going to say karma. Karma hit the Rams Bengals. Really boring game. Uh really boring game. Fuck Cincinnati as a city. That just came from the heart. Like fuck Cincinnati. As it's yours. But the crowd was hyped. The crowd was in it and it was just a really fucking boring 6-6 six, 9-6 six, six kind yeah. of game in the rain. And the Rams had a play happen. And as soon as this shit happened, I said, I just want to see what niggas is saying on the Internet. I think it was uh, Puka, whatever that Hawaiian wide receiver's name is. He had the ball. He running down the sideline. He take one step at like the five. And then he dived, lay out for the touchdown. And I'm pretty sure he got it. He was right in front of a fucking camera. The camera angle looked really good, but you couldn't definitively say his foot wasn't out of bounds when he planted it so that he could do the leap. So they didn't give my man the touchdown. And everybody from L.A. was up in arms. Oh my gosh, the refs, the refs are cheating us and blah, blah, blah. And then immediately in the responses, a certain play that happened in New Orleans involving the Rams. (laughs) (laughs) Right in front of a referee. I don't care if that shit happened to them for the rest of their life. They can move cities and can be the fucking Baltimore Rams in the next six years. They deserve every no call, bad call, any call that happens. We were supposed to win the Super Bowl that year. We had the team. That was our team to win the Super Bowl again, bro. But I'm going to stop being a bitter fan. But with all due respect, 
Fuck the Rams. Aaron Donald, you cool. Nah, Aaron Donald, you not cool. You work out entirely too much, bro. I'm uncomfortable. Now, you're not getting to the quarterback ever since this contract happened. I'm seeing a little bit less and less defensive pressures from you. Maybe they double-teaming you. Who knows, bro? Enjoy that contract. You're not getting another one. You know, once they get the big money, man, that's you become a target in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? You you start eating more Wendy's and shit because you get that money make you lazy. You should get that money after you get sweet stats. After oh, you made it to the so you get Hall of Fame money. But I mean, hey, I guess oh, you can't keep him happy if you don't pay him right now. He forced that too. That nigga, oh, that, that nigga was in the crib in June talking about y'all ain't showing up next month unless I get my paper. I want to yeah. be the highest paid in my position, mm-hmm. which only lasts like a day now. Facts. Lamar was the highest paid nigga. Like a week later, somebody else the highest paid nigga. Now Burrow's the highest paid nigga. Like it. It, you're only giving ammunition to the field. If I'm Lamar, don't pay me till you pay Joshua, till you pay Joseph, till you pay Tua, till you pay the young ball with the Chargers. Don't pay me until you pay all of them niggas. Because whatever it is that they get, I want more. I got to have more than them because I'm better than them. But once you, these niggas get that money, they don't perform at the height of that money. That money that's, stacked tall as shit, and y'all y'all can't get that high? That's why, the, that's why the running backs ain't getting paid no more. Saquon Barkley, count your fucking days, bro. Mm. Jonathan Taylor. Hear me out, Jonathan Taylor. Count your fucking days, dog. You fucking come back because you see the Colts have a decent running back. Come back if you want. Come back if you want. I think the people that got the right to kind of be some kind of way, uh, for real, for real, sometimes, like, is receivers, yeah. Because if you can make something happen, or if you can control the floor of the game for real, for real, like that be quarterbacks, that be like, but I don't see too many of those impact players no more. We don't have a motherfucking Barry Sanders. We don't have what? Yeah, we don't have a Barry Sanders. We don't have no just one person on the team that's making that whole fucking team dope. It's not college football. It's so, because it's it's. The game's changed too much. Yeah. These niggas is 325 pounds. 6'6". Six, six. Run a 4'4", four, 440. And your team wants you to run the ball 30 times a game. You can't do that by yourself 17 weeks. You need a backup running back. Now it's running back by committee. Now... Hey, he's better against a 3-4 defense. Hey, he's better against on fourth down. Hey, he's he's a downhill back and you're a scat back. So we're going to use him for these kind of plays. We're going to use you for these kind of plays. And now your fucking skill set is limited. When Barry was out here, how many niggas was out here like Barry? Zero. Barry was giving niggas dyslexic ankles. And it was nobody liking. Yeah. I can't give too much props to Emmett. I love watching Emmett Smith uh in his in his in his zenith of his career. But I can't give him too much props because he had one of the greatest O lines. He also had Troy Aikman as a quarterback who was a, a marginal threat. And he had fucking Michael Irvin as a receiver who was a real threat. He was the real villain of the story. Yeah. 
We got to put Coke three niggas every on. Every goddamn oh, Sunday. My nigga. Every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> niggas never seen that much snow in Dallas. <laughs> it was snow bunnies. It was snow on the mountaintops. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got booger sugar in here. <laughs> Rocking the mink in Dallas. It's crazy. <laughs> Dyslexic noses. We are sniffing the booger sugar. Yeah. Uh, Michael Irvin, you're a legend, bro. Mm -hmm. And he still can't stay away from the white chains. Today. Legendary. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, it's more problematic now than legendary, but yeah, I'll let him cook. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why he's suing the NFL and the NFL Network now. Because uh, he was at the Super Bowl, this past Super Bowl, and he was they put him up in a hotel. He goes to the hotel. A young lady who works at the hotel spoke with him in the lobby, very public place. They had words. It was very brief. She walks away. He walks away. Next thing you know, she's saying something was strange about that interaction. Maybe some form of harassment. Maybe something. Maybe a sexual innuendo. Uh, but that was not a good positive interaction from her. So the police came and got this nigga. Got him up out the hotel. His job, which I believe was NFL Network, it could have been ESPN, who the fuck knows? But whoever he worked for was just like, yo, bro, you done. <laughs> Seven days from the Super Bowl, you're done. You're not you're not commentating anything. You're not doing press or media. Matter of fact, just stay in this motherfucking room. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> Niggas went and watched the videotape, but the damage was done. You just, you can put dirt on my man's name. The damage yeah. is done now. They went and watched the videotape, but man, that shit didn't match up. She He couldn't have said the shit that he said to her. This nigga lips won't even moving. <laughs> she was whispering in his ear. Oh, no, we got to fucking let my man go. So they put that shit out there. He sued them niggas like, yo, you know what y'all did to my reputation? You know I got a problem with the white girls, and you gonna put me out there with the white girl before doing your due diligence. Mm -hmm. And I won't even do nothing wrong. Now, I'll settle out of court for a key of blow, but it gotta be that, <laughs> gotta be that pure cocaine. <laughs> Mr. Irvin. <laughs> Mr. Irvin. Whose world is this? The world is yours. The world is it's yours. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Whose world is it's this? It's yours.